it's actually easier to get high paying clients than the low paying clients because you don't have to convince them in your services. They already have the money to pay you. Now it's all on you. You have to figure out how those people with the money can find you. Welcome to the Profitable Graphic Designer Podcast. My name is Katie Sandel, and this episode was brought to you by Aventive Academy, an online business education platform that helps brand, graphic, and web designers get more clients, increase their pricing, and build a profitable design business. You can find out more about starting and growing your freelance design business at aventiveacademy.com. You have probably heard that you attract what you are. Well, in the business world, that means that you attract what you focus on. When I thought that a logo design is $200, I was attracting clients who would pay me $200. And by attracting, I don't mean I sat down and like did nothing waiting for people to show up, but I was looking for clients on places where I thought I could get clients who would pay me those $200, such as Craigslist. When I started valuing my work at $400, I was getting $400 clients. When I thought my projects could be $3,000, I was getting that. Now I am at $15,000 moving towards $20,000. Now, the difference is that when you're focused on $500, you'll make different decisions than when you're trying to get a $20,000 client. And here's an example. For a $500 client, you'll post on Instagram, just an example, maybe comment on other people's posts, engage, you know, post more often or, you know, things like that. Like you'll be really focused on getting a client who's going to pay you $500 and, you know, nothing wrong with that. And I've seen some successful and profitable designers doing exactly that. But the competition is huge. It's hard to stand out. You might even post on Pinterest or TikTok, and other social media. But when trying to get a client who's going to pay you $20,000 for a project, you will literally have to step back and think about your entire business and what actions you can take in order to get that $20,000 client. And those actions are not going to be the same. It's not like you will go on Instagram and leave comments on other people's posts and, you know, kind of like trying to engage that way and try to get clients that are going to pay you lots of money, like on Instagram, which, you know, it can happen as mentioned. I know some designers that made it work that way. But when I look at working with someone who has $20,000 to pay for a branding project, That person is usually a business owner, entrepreneur, has maybe even like multiple businesses, and they usually don't just hang out on Instagram, scroll or post or anything like that. I feel that at that point, they already have someone who does social media for them. So it's not like the business owner is doing it by himself. 
And I see them on LinkedIn. So, you know, just by thinking about who the ideal client is and who those people with the money are, you'll make different decisions in your business and what you need to do in order to attract the high paying clients. So for example, in this case, you would go to LinkedIn and then maybe connect with people directly there. Because when you go to LinkedIn, you can literally search CEO, manager, owner, and so on, and then really connect with the right people. The people who are decision makers and the people who are going to pay you the money you're asking for. So, you know, this was just an example on how you would attract high paying clients based on the decisions you make in your business. That doesn't mean that you do branding or web design and maybe you're a graphic designer and maybe your ideal clients are on Instagram, but really you need to take a day off or even two weeks off to really make a plan on how you can do that, on how you can put yourself in front of the people who need your services and who value the work of graphic designers and will pay you more because they know it's worth it. And a few years ago, when I was getting to the point of like not being able to attract better clients, bigger clients, high paying clients, I had to step back and think about what is that that I can implement in my business in order to to really get to the levels that I want to be at. And that's when I hired a marketing agency that I always talk about because they 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 were the ones who helped me really specialize organize my business, figure out what is that that I want to do? Where do I see myself in two years, three years, five years, even 10 years? And they really helped me grow and go from, you know, low paying clients, lots of revisions and so on to now getting high paying clients and like loving, loving my job. And so when I stepped back, I was thinking, okay, well, I cannot do this by myself. I need help. Let's see who can help me. And that's how I even figured out that I need someone who specializes in marketing and maybe sales. And then, you know, once I pay them, they figured out that all that for me and they helped me specialize. Now, I also want to talk about specializing because specializing is what truly, truly is going to help you grow your business, attract high paying design clients and get to the levels you desire. When you specialize, you're literally positioning yourself as an expert. Clients see you as an expert. And now to go back to my first sentence, where I said that it's actually easier to get high paying clients than the low paying clients. And that's because when you're a specialized designer, you don't have to convince your potential clients that they should pay you. They already have the money and they know they should pay you. And they expect to pay you because they see you as an expert. They see you as someone who's going to help them solve their problems. You're going to help them make the money. So if they are, let's say, trying to start a restaurant, to open a new restaurant, and they come to you, you help them design new visual identity, like logo, colors, typography, you know, all of that, like new menus, maybe social media posts, website design, ads, like, and whatnot. And that's going to help them attract more people to their restaurant. They're going to be more than happy to pay you whatever you ask them for. Trust me. But also in order for them to select you over all other graphic designers, 
you have to prove that you are the right person for them, which means that if you specialize in branding, let's say branding, you know, in this case, for restaurants or for hospitality, service-based businesses, then, you know, and if, especially if you already have something that um, it's going to show them that you already worked with some restaurants in the past or bars. For example, in your portfolio, you already have a logo design for some other restaurant or a bar or something like that. That would really, really help them make the decision to hire you over all other graphic designers. Because as we know, the competition is huge. And the best way to stand out and really position yourself as the best possible option for your clients is to specialize. And this is exactly what my journey was because when when I started, I was a graphic designer and I you know, had to compete to every single designer and then my prices were lower because that's how I thought I would get more clients. I would beat the competition basically by lowering my, my offers. But that's, you know, not the case because Clients don't want the lowest possible option. They want the best possible option. And it's on you to figure out how you are going to position yourself in their mind, in their eyes, so that they see you as the best possible option for their business. Just think if you, for example, want to buy some cool foundation or some cool new makeup I mean, you can find all that in Target, in CVS, Walmart, and so on, but you still go to a specialized place like Sephora. You still go to a place that sells makeup only, and you see them as an expert in makeup, so you trust them more. And when you go into that store, they're not trying to convince you to buy that foundation or whatever it is but they just help you find the right one. So that's how when clients now come to me as I'm a specialized designer, they they don't ask me, you know, how much this is or how long it's going to take. Like those are not the first questions that come to their mind, but they ask me the questions like, how is this going to help me? Will you be able to help me sell more products or get more clients and so on? They're really focused on the growth and totally different than the deliverables that my previous clients were focused on. In the past, people would come to me and ask me, how much is a logo design? How much is a website design? How much do you charge for stationery? Now they come to me and tell me like, hey, I am trying to grow my business. I'm trying to sell this wellness product, but I'm not sure how to do it. And then I come in as an expert and tell them, you need brand strategy, you need logo design, you need colors, typography, you need, you know, visuals for social media, you need website design, packaging, labels, and so on. Like, I don't have to go into details. But basically, they come to me with a problem, and then I tell them what the solution is that I have for them. Okay, so that is one of the best ways you can attract high-paying clients, you know, by specializing. The other way is if you add more or better services to your uh, to your offerings. For example, in the past, I was just a graphic designer. I mean, when I say just, I don't mean just, but you know what I mean. So I was a graphic designer and I was offering like logo design, stationery, you know, like flyers and, you know, mood board, brand board and all that, like kind of like visual identity. But then as I was trying to grow, I figured out that 
people will not, I mean, it doesn't mean that they will not pay for it, but it's harder to grow that way. So I was looking into what are the services that I can add that my clients are looking for. So that was one of that, um, one of those examples was website design. So when someone comes to me and they're looking to, you know, start their own company, they're not looking just for visual identity. What, what would they do just with the logo design or colors? Like they need the next step. So that's when I added the website design. And that doesn't mean that I had to learn coding. That just means that I added that to my services and then I hired someone who helps with coding. And you can find people online and partner up with them so that you can provide like complimentary services as a package to your clients. So offering website design was something that helped me charge more per project. And then, you know, I would pay my web developer a few thousand, but then the rest stays to me so that I can maybe focus more on ads and spend more money there to get more clients and bigger clients and so on. Now we are talking all about the business growth. But to attract high paying clients, you need to offer them everything that they need. And then the other thing, which is the the, the thing <laughs> that helped me grow the most besides specializing is adding brand strategy. And brand strategy is a long-term plan for your client's like future success and what you need to do in order to help them grow their brand and their business with that. So What's included in brand strategy is figuring out who the ideal client is for your clients, what their brand attributes are, like how their brand needs to sound and look. And then it also includes content strategy and social media strategy and helping them figure out mission, vision, core values. So it has so, so much more value than just graphic design. Again, when I say just, you know what I mean. It's not just, but it's just compared to the brand strategy and actually helping someone create uh, and develop like a document that's almost like a business plan. So adding brand strategy was something that also helped me position myself as an expert, as a branding expert. And now when people come to me and tell me, this is what we're trying to do, I tell them, I can definitely help you. We offer brand strategy, graphic design, website design, packaging design. You get everything. We are kind of like one-stop shop. But when I say one-stop shop, it just sounds cheap. It sounds like one of those printing companies that are going to print like five business cards for you. But what I mean by that is that, you know, when people come to us, we offer everything that they need they see us as experts and they're willing to pay for the right professional services for their business. So if you're trying to grow your business, your design business, and to attract high-paying clients, besides, you know, specializing, my advice would be to see what other services can you add and maybe what services you can remove from your offerings. For example, I don't offer one-off design services anymore. So when someone comes to us and asks for a flyer design, we say, unfortunately, this is not our you know, expertise. We provide a full branding experience and so on. So, you know, we basically tell them, no, but it's not, it's just simply not profitable. I cannot make money off of working on small one-off projects. 
as a graphic designer. It's just it just doesn't work that way. So especially as more and more my company is growing and, you know, we've been having this agency for a few years already and hiring and expanding and outsourcing all the time and all that. So we cannot really take on small clients anymore. And my advice is for you to stop taking small one-off clients as well. If you want to grow to the levels of owning and running an agency or, you know, making more money charging more, attracting high-paying clients. Okay, so after you are a specialized designer and you figured out your offers, now it's time to figure out how much you want to charge per project. And then you, you have to figure out like how much money you need to make per month, per year, per six months, or whatever you want. And then from there, figure out how many clients you need to land and how much you need to charge them in order to make it work. The other thing that I wanted to say is that now you'll have to improve your website and your like online presence, your portfolio and everything that's going to look more like high end. Because if you're trying to attract high paying clients and someone who has $20,000, then you have to look like that. You have to look like at least $20,000. Your portfolio needs to be stunning, different, and better than what other graphic designers have. And I'll tell you now how you can do that because it's really not that hard. You will start by thinking like you are your own ideal client. So you are someone who is looking for a graphic designer or brand designer and web designer, doesn't matter. You're someone who is looking for a designer and now you are Googling let's say logo design, packaging design, website design, something like that. You land on someone's website. What is that that you would like to see on that website? So the first section needs to say who you work for and what is that that you provide, but not in a way where you will say, I offer logo design and website design and blah, 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 but you have to focus on their results. So I can help you grow your business by providing logo design that's going to attract clients to your brand or something like that. Like you have to think about that, right? And all that like messaging, positioning, but overall you have to have something that's going to keep them on your website. Other graphic designers always <laughs> just make a list of services they offer and that's it. And then when a potential client opens, let's say, 10 different tabs with 10 different designers and he sees all their services, then like, what is the difference between designer number two, five, seven, and nine? There is no difference. So the best way to stand out is to really focus on the things that your clients are focused at as well. And that is not a better website design. That's making more sales through that website design. So focus on helping them make more sales. Just an example. Sure, you will still have a list of your services, but maybe not on homepage, but maybe on services page. And it's not going to be on your first section. At least it shouldn't be. When it comes to your portfolio, you want to have six to eight amazing case studies and case studies are different than portfolio. And I'll tell you what I mean by that in just a second. You have to have six to eight amazing case studies where you describe to your potential clients how you got to the designs you got to. So if you worked, let's say, on a skincare brand 
you want to have a description about that brand, like what the client was, what is that they were looking for, what the design process was, how you developed like the whole project, like the whole brand, maybe even like showcase some sketches or maybe add description on how you came up with that symbol or where the typography is coming from, why those colors, talk about psychology of colors, like educate them. So because that way you position yourself again as an expert, you are basically telling them, I am the leader. (laughs) I am an expert. I know what I'm talking about. Hire me and I'll help you grow your business. With that said, that is actually the difference between having a case study versus portfolio. In your portfolio, you would have visuals only, but when you have case studies, that's when you add the description that your clients actually care about. So those are all the things that are going to help you attract high paying clients. Now, when it comes to social media, as mentioned, knowing who you want to work with and how much money you want to make, you will be making different decisions when approaching social media at all. <laughs> Instead of, you know, posting comments on someone else's Instagram post, you might be connecting with people on LinkedIn because that would be more profitable and more like beneficial for you, like building real relationships with people who have the money to pay you for your design services. You might even start thinking about investing in Google ads. For example, Google ads are something that helped me grow my business for sure. And they worked really, really well while Facebook and Instagram ads never worked for me. So, you know, it's just, it, it just really depends on who you want to work with and how much money they have and then figure out where they hang out. You know, then we go back to the beginning of running a business, which is figuring out your ideal client and not just their demographic, like how old they are, where they live, their profession and so on, but more their psychographics. And what is that that helps them make purchasing decisions, like what would make them hire you over someone else? Why do they need you? How can you stand out? What would attract them to you? Basically, really knowing and understanding your ideal client. And now, especially if you are a specialized designer, this will this will help you so, so much. Like knowing your ideal client, you're specialized, you have an amazing website and portfolio. And, you know, it's like a perfect formula to attract high paying clients. With that said, I hope you got a lot of useful information from this podcast episode and hope to see you soon. Until then, work on improving your business and you will get where you want to be in no time. I know that. Thank you for joining us today on The Profitable Graphic Designer. Be sure to connect with us on Instagram at at Aventive Academy, where we share tips, stories, and resources on how to grow a successful freelance brand, graphic, or web design business. See you there.